and welcome back to yet another episode of the Snug Dan Nerdcast. I'm still Kevin, and I still got Danny with me. I am still here. Yep, he still doesn't hate me yet. <laughs> Never. <laughs> welcome back to the show. We, uh, we've had a really weird week, so we're actually recording this on... Uh, oh my god, it has been weird. <laughs> we're, we're recording on Saturday. Um, <laughs> which our normal day is Wednesday, as a lot of you know. So, like, we're so far off our schedule. It's yeah, not it's even been funny. Hippity so, hoppity crazy. <laughs> if this episode comes out a little late, that's why. It's because there just wasn't enough time in the day to get it uh, edited. Yeah, it's been very weird, guys. So, yeah. But, I mean, I'll, we're going to do our best to get it out. We'll probably get it out. I'll yeah. work on it right away. So, but yeah, we're. Um, we're here. We're back. We're ready to go. We're back. And, uh, we're here. We're qu- queer. Is that not, it? No, we're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's totally fine for other people to be, but it's not my thing. So, mm. <laughs> so Kevin, um, well, I guess first of all, tell them how you're doing today. How you doing? I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm pretty tired, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this week's kind of worn me out. Um, we, we were supposed to record yesterday, uh, but, uh, I had a real, real shit day at work and, uh, <laughs> by a real shit day at work, I meant, I mean, like I worked, uh, way later than I was supposed to on a Friday, which is my actual Friday because I work Monday to Friday and um i also broke my phone and all kinds of other bs was going on so yeah i i uh, needless to say it was a come <laughs> home take a shot before dealing with anybody kind of night yeah um so we had to push the recording uh to today and then not just because of you, I, I also didn't have a great day yesterday, and I was just like, honestly, man, let's just do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, we're, we're, we're still doing what we can to make sure that we get this out to you guys, because, you know, we, we, we appreciate everybody that, that comes and listens, and yeah. we, uh, and we enjoy doing do this, listen. so, you know. That's exactly right, Kevin. Yeah. We're for the people. Yeah. For the people. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I don't remember who started last time. I don't either, but because I've only got one, do you want to open with mine or do you want to try and stick in the middle? Sorry, I had to take a drink. Let's stick in the middle there. All right, we'll stick in the Um, middle. So then mine, I want to do a little unboxing really quick because I brought it in. I picked this bad boy up. I have, and this is kind of just a de- for de- in dedication to Josh, who sent us some board games, <laughs> but um, for really anybody that likes to play board games, um, and specifically Monopoly, uh, mm. Target released a Target Edition Monopoly. Oh my goodness. Which is funny enough, and um, you know, I don't know why Target doesn't release more merch, like it sells out fast. Yeah. I mean, it I mean it's cr- yeah. There was a bullseye doll that like got sold in the bullseye section of Target. Uh-huh. That's for those of you who don't know, it's like the 1 in 5 dollar sections of Target. Yeah. Uh the cheapy items. There was a bullseye dog that sold there and I think it was like a Santa dog or something. It sold for like a grand on eBay. What? Yeah, cuz they don't make it anymore. Huh. So it's like That's a collector's so- item. So they know that there's like collectors out there that collect Target memorabilia. That's so I that's just it seems so weird to me. Maybe it's because of the fact that I worked at Target 
that uh-huh. it seems weird to me that people would want to collect Target merchandise, but like, I mean, I'll be honest, I kind of, I, I would buy Target merch. Like, I think, I, th- I don't know if it was before you left or not, but at the time, our Target sold, uh, was selling, uh, we were selling like holiday Target merch, and I don't really like t shirts and stuff, and they sold out like day one. They sold out really quick. Apparently, people like Target merch. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, it is classy Walmart, so. Exactly. <laughs> High-dollar Walmart. Every, everybody who, you know, thinks they're better than Walmart people for shopping at Target is going to be all about Target, but it's really not that much better. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, I'm, we're going to be looking at it, so all of you listening are going to be kind of at a disadvantage here. Is there more that I need to know? There are. God damn, they stuck this thing Any full of knife? little sticky tapes. Huh? It'd probably be better to just cut them. I've been peeling off for a little. It doesn't, it doesn't have here. a tip because in the HVAC world, oh um, <laughs> knives are also pry bars. Ah, so you <laughs> sacrifice the tip of your knife, I see. So the tip breaks off and you just keep using it because it's still a pry bar. <laughs> there it goes. Got one seal left here. <laughs> Sorry for the suspense. I'm dragging this out. But, I mean, I guess... So, there are people that I have heard of that, like, every unique flavor that comes out by, like, a certain ice cream brand, they will collect every single unique flavor. That one's interesting. And they just got them, like, hidden away in their freezers. And I'm like, okay. So, I guess, like, Target merch isn't super out of the way. Like, people collect weird things. Food stuff I don't really understand as much because once it expires or it goes back. Well, I guess, like, people collect, like, uh, Pepsi stuff, too. Yeah. Like, uh, people collect, like, Crystal Pepsi. You can still buy Crystal Pepsi. This is so cool. Okay. So... There are people that, uh, I've heard of people that collect all of the, like, limited edition Oreos as they come out and they just stick them in their freezer. Oh yeah, and they just keep Shit. them frozen forever, and you're like, why? Why? Like it's it's an Oreo. Just eat the Oreo. I guess the, I know, but I guess they want to resell it. Most likely is what I would understand. <laughs> well, there are some people that resell them, but like there's there's some collectors that will literally they'll go out there and they will just find and buy any like special edition Oreo that comes out, and they're like, yeah, just stick it in my freezer, and they just have them. I'm like, what? I mean, it used to be a thing that people collected stamps, man. I mean, I mean, yeah, some people do still. I guess. Like that's Even those stamps are like <laughs> stamps. <laughs> I mean, they've got special edition ones and stuff like that that come out like cool designs and stuff. But like those don't those don't perish. Like those don't go bad. It's not a food item. Yeah, that's why. It's, yeah. Like the Oreo thing's weird food for is me weird. because like, it it's, is weird. It's food. Like it is you, weird you to collect that. food. I think. Like, I, I don't think I would be down to collect food. Like I don't, I don't look at people who collect stamps and be like, "Wow, you're weird." Because like I, I used to collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and that's just a little flimsy piece of cardboard. Uh, and it, <laughs> at least the stamp has a use. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you at know? least you can use it. Um, as for the Pepsi and the food, if it expires, it goes bad. You're done. Yeah. But um, okay. So this is the Target Monopoly. Me and Kevin can see it, but you guys can't. So we'll try our best to describe it. But it's actually wow. kind of cute. It okay. looks nice, actually. So I think. It's, yeah, it's like the the um, it's like a doodle of uh, Spot the Target dog. Yeah. Uh, it's like cute. pushing a cart. The old <laughs> it's cart, actually adorable. not the new one. The old one, the plastic carts that we used to have, and they got rid of in like almost every Target store. Oh yeah, because they have the little thing down there at the bottom, yep. the space at the bottom. Um, I remember having to load every single one of those onto the truck that was sending them back by myself. And I wanted to kill myself because I was also, (laughs) I was intermittent fasting at that time and it was on one of my fasting days. That sucks. 
So I was dying. I, I, did you line them all up in the truck? Like like you would a cart, like in the cart line in the store? Yep. Ooh, that sucks. Ass. I had to go out, collect the Because like, so they came in with a truck full of the new carts. They wanted us to push all of the new carts out and then bring in the old carts. And then they were going to send a second, inst- like a second empty truck later to collect the rest of them. We were supposed to start slowly decommissioning all the, the rest of them. Because uh-huh. obviously, since it was during the middle of the day, we couldn't just like start finding guests and be like, hey, you have to take all your shit out of this basket and put it into another into a different one. And we're taking these. Damn. So like we had to let Brutal. them use the other ones and we had just to wait. Like, <laughs> so they sent a second truck. So that way all the guests who were using them didn't have to be disrupted. Um, right. Always pulling a leg for the guests. Yeah, right? So That's like, Target's motto. I had to, with minimal help, because I did have some people that helped, but like I tried to call for help and literally everybody was like, oh, they're on lunch or oh, they're in a meeting or oh, da, da, da. Like all of senior management, except for me, was just in a in a meeting or on lunch. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like they said, this is when this is coming. <laughs> so I had to almost <laughs> like, completely guys. by myself unload an entire truck of carts which these carts were stacked on top of each other like there was were carts they really and then cardboard and then more carts oh that's yeah terrible. why would they do like that there was two levels of carts so we had to lower all the top ones off they're trying to protect the carts from being damaged why I don't aren't they just know. gonna get scrapped probably no no no. this is the the new ones that came in and then go put those in the cart corral and then collect all the ones that weren't being used of the old ones and load them in so i had to play super cart attendant with a couple like i had like <laughs> super two other cart people. attendant we had, to, we had to not only collect all the carts from the uh parking lot parking lot but yeah. we had to then move them instead of bringing them into the cart corral where they could you know be picked up by guests no we had to take them all the way to the back of the store and put them into the truck and organize them that way and the truck driver just like watched us and I was like, okay, you're an ass. Don't help at all, I guess. <laughs> um, so cool little, I mean, I think this is kind of cool, but it's also very corporate. So that actually boasts made in USA right here. Nice. Um, made in USA, except uh, the tokens, the shopping baskets, and dice were all made in China. So basically all the important moving parts were gotcha. made in China. But the paper, at least, and the cardboard was made in the US, so that's cool. We we half sourced, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the cover has spot, and he's just pushing around little cards. Got like a dog yeah. bowl and a basketball on it. He's going past the go sign, and it's actually made kind of like an aisle in Target. Yeah. And then you've got all like the kind of Target furniture. Clever. It's very cool looking. It's actually really cool looking. Yeah, definitely, definitely clever. Opening it almost. Um. So I guess while I unbox this, let me read the little instructions thing they have here. It's actually, I think that's cool of Target to embrace kind of a deal with like Hasbro and and create their own memorabilia like that. I think they should do that more. So what's different about the Target? Well, I guess I'll I'll look at the peripherals. The chance cards, um, I think this is chance anyway. Chance cards are basically (laughs) the same. There's white and red. Uh, They have like a little spot graphic on them. Um, Let's see. This is the get out of jail free card. It says nothing can keep you from your happy place. Oh, (laughs) that's kind of sweet. And he's like walking out of the store carrying some bags. That's actually really cute. <laughs> uh, Monopoly do- dollars. It's actually got spot on them. Nice. The target symbols. It looks cool. Whoever designed this is a great designer. Is it bad that part of me wants to like 
take some of the monopoly dollars and like pretend to pay for something at target with it <laughs> just to just to see the I very disappointed this, and upset look on the guest services or cashier's uh, face as i then tell them that i'm joking and put a, put my card in the thing <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Because you know, like we both know, knowing all of the cashiers at at least our Target, like, like no, man. If you're like tried to hand them the Target dollars from the the Monopoly game, they'd be like, "Are you serious right now?" Oh, uh, this is cool. So I I un I opened this little plastic box bag, and it had it's got little baskets, oh. Target baskets, hmm. Target hand baskets. I think that that's for the player. The handle doesn't come up, so they're literally just props, but. Hmm, that's neat. Okay, so target baskets. There's also some dice. It's just red and white uh, six-sided dice. Nothing special. No, wait. Hmm. Unless the... Come on, don't do me like that. Damn it. I was hoping the one side would have like a spot face on it or something. Oh, that would be cool. Or like a target. Yeah, or a target symbol. That would have been, been, been money. You, come on, guys. You that did so good money. up until the dice. They could have even... They could have also put like spot on the six. Like, spot yeah. is your six, because that's the oh, next yeah. number. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. There you go. Totally a possibility, but hey, you know. So, this is a little uh, instructions thing um, that comes with it. What's different about Target Monopoly uh, Edition? Mm -hmm. Monopoly Target Edition. It says, you're not buying properties, you're browsing departments for items. Place those <laughs> items in your basket as you walk around your happy place. So, you actually, it sounds like you actually have items that you can grab and put into your basket, which is pretty cool. Interesting. Um, purchase items at checkout when you reach go or free parking you can stop to buy any of the items in your basket you earn savings when you buy items so this is kind of like the reverse of monopoly a little bit you yeah. spend your money when you pass go savings galore uh savings galore when you use the red card <laughs> if you roll a one during your turn collect the red card use the red card at the end to check out to double your total savings someone else might roll one and take it from you so there's only one red card i guess <laughs> Um, use target circle tokens to earn even more collect target circle tokens throughout the game to double or even triple your savings at checkout this is pretty cool uh, the player with the most savings at the end of the game wins so your savings are just these they little tokens they made a monopoly style game out of shopping at target damn <laughs> there's a lot in here yeah yeah it's literally shopping at target though yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like we've just we've just started conditioning people to shop at target is what just happened so i'm gonna here. open up the board first oh the board looks cool i thought it was gonna be a lot more plain but it's definitely not oh wow no yeah they uh, whoa that's like a complete overhaul they had some pretty cool design done like wow damn Whoever that design that is... definitely looks like some hasbro not some uh target level design yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely hasbro that's gotta designing be, it that's gotta be Target was like, "Hey, we want to do this," and Hasbro was like, "All right, cool. Send us a bunch of like graphics." And they're like, "All right, cool. Let's uh, send them like this and that and the other thing." And they were like, "All right, cool. Here's what the inside of the stores look like. So let's just make a bunch of shit that looks like that." <laughs> I'm very glad I bought this. This looks really it's a, it's cool. It's actually pretty cool. It's very cool. I'm um, impressed. Look, the SFS boxes are the Ooh. community chess symbol. Nice. The, my only regret is that there's no SFS cart as a playing piece. <laughs> Which uh, what size is that, Danny? Set of four thirty eight. That is yeah, yep. Or an S <laughs> seven now is what we call them. The old from fart. over here, <laughs> from over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that dude, looks like a four thirty eight. It could be a, it could be a four five four, but looks more like a four thirty eight. 
Let me. Uh, uh, sorry for anyone who doesn't know. Those are our box sizes at Target. Yeah, it's the, you the flip special. The box to yeah. the bottom and it, it shows you all the. Yep, the special the box special box sizes for uh, the SFS, which is a ship from store. Uh, it's basically when you order online and it ships to you, the person who picks it, they're an SFS team member. Yep, that's what I am. Or, sorry, as they call it now, an SFS expert. Yeah, or a fulfillment, fulfillment expert. expert. That's right, we're experts. Yeah. Um, let's see. It looks like there's chew toys. So it looks like the so the properties are all items. So you're just shopping basically. Um, so that's that's fucking cool, man. I'd definitely be down to play it just to like. Me too. Yeah, just well, I'm to definitely like bringing that to the to the group nights that we have. And then let's see. So these are the these are like the property cards, but it looks like they're just items. So they don't have. They don't have anything on them, so unlike the property, it doesn't look like you upgrade or anything, so... Gotcha. I think it's a shorter game. I think it's meant to be shorter. Um, and do but those come tokens. out, or does it stay as a Yeah, charter? they come out. Okay. Yeah, they come out. I just don't want to poke them out yet. Gotcha. Um, and then there's tokens, and then these are the... Holy moly. Yep, I see one target red card. Yeah, there's one target red card, which is pretty cool. That's got the chip and everything. It's exactly like a red card. Dang. Um... If you roll one during your turn, collect the red card. Use the red card at the end to check out to double your total savings. And then I don't know if it goes away or not. I would I assume, assume it would be you keep use. it until somebody else um, gets another one. But it looks like a bunch of these piggy bank tokens, a one, a five, twenties, tens, and then target the multiplier circle. tokens. So these are the savings you get. Yeah, those um, are the target I don't know circle how that savings works tokens. Yet. Yeah, we'll have to read through the rules when we play. Yeah, and then this is the rule booklet. This is like a full-on Target Edition game. It's not just a oh, skin. Yeah. It's like a whole new game, man. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Target Circle Tokens. I say, you know me. I'd be the one diving through, reading through that whole thing before we play just to make sure. Oh, big time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm that person. Like, I will... Well, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. I had... Uh, I played a game with uh, Maddie's family. It was, it was uh, Monopoly Deals. Uh-huh. And I was, like, reading through, trying to figure things out. And they were, like... They're, like, trying to trying to like almost micromanage me as we're playing because they all had a really hard time understanding the rules but before we started i read like they had like a, a rules quick start guide and a rule book and i read the rules quick start guide like four times and i read the rule book like three before we played <laughs> so that way i pretty much had it and so yeah. like every turn you had to end with no more than seven cards and i'm literally sitting there like every turn I made sure that I was under seven cards or I started discarding. And every time I'd be like, yeah, it's your turn. They're like, do you have seven cards or less? And I'm like, yes, I have four cards in my hand. Do you have seven cards or less? Yes, I have seven. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I pick up quickly and I read the rules very thoroughly so that I don't screw up because that's just who I am. Yeah. Your rule Hitler. <laughs> I, I am the guy who understands the rules 90% of the time. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I just want to read over the checkout mechanic because I'm trying mm -hmm. to, because I get the buy the properties. You start with $250. Is that standard Monopoly too? Um, you start with way more in regular Monopoly, I think. Yeah, because you have, a, you have one, one 500, 200s, 250s, uh, like 520s, 510s. Oh, yeah, that's a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. You start. I think it's a thousand is what you start with. Oh, uh, yeah, that's probably about right. I, I believe that's how much it is. 
So it says um, to check out. So this is when you pass go. This is after you've collected all the items that you want to buy. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And I don't think you can. If when someone buys an item, it's gone. Look for items that will earn you the most savings, and for color sets that will earn you double. Example: you have two hundred dollars, and you have the following items in your basket. You decide to buy the first four items, but not the last one. You can't afford it. Place the last item next to its space on the board. So it basically goes back to the board. Apply target circle tokens if you'd like. You may only apply one target circle token per item. Um, The color doesn't matter. You can use a target circle token on an item in a color set, but that breaks up the set. You can't earn double savings on top of it. I'd have to. I'd have to really read this to get it, man. This is actually kind of complicated, huh? So this is like really well thought out. It's not just a skin. There's some deal dash stuff. What I really want to find though is um the pieces because that's something i've yet to see in here are the the pieces i'm feeling kind of gypped unless they're in this bag ah they were in the white bag that i opened earlier that makes more sense so we have for the pieces josh i hope you're enjoying this okay let's we have a target bag nice it's just like a it's just a metal piece, but it's got a Target logo on it. It looks like a bag. Checkout bag. Oh, uh, like the paper bags that we had? Oh, look, a Target cup. I've got one of those. Same. Yeah, for aha, uh-huh, employee yep. of the month right there. Uh, I got it because I was a trainer. Oh. I was never employee of the month. Damn. I, I did not exist while I was backroom except for when they needed something, and then when I became a team lead, I was either a bane in their existence or the only person who helped, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shopping cart, the old shopping cart, oh, like yeah. you said. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, we have Spot. Nice. So it looks like it's up to four players, because that's all I got. <laughs> Honestly, that, like, the old shopping cart is so iconic. Like, it they is. They got new shopping carts that look like everybody else's shopping carts. They're so generic, it's not even funny. But, like, the old shopping carts, like, nobody had shopping carts like that anywhere. So, like... <laughs> they were unique, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like every everywhere has like the the like wire metal shape thing with the plastic basket and the you know the under rack. Target had the completely plastic ones that like had special shapes. Like those of you who shopped at Target before all of the new changes that happened in the past couple of years, like you know exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah, this is pretty cool. We had a. Uh... I wanted to see what it was all about because I have a couple of friends that got it and I just, uh, mm-hmm. I never, I never, they never opened it. We never like explored it. So, um, and it does look like you get four baskets. So four players is your limit. Yep. Um, but this is pretty cool. I'm, I'm down to play this sometime. That is pretty and cool. And it looks yeah. like it's going to be a shorter game too, which is nice because sometimes I want to play Monopoly, but I don't always have the time to play a yeah. full game because that can last like six hours. Yeah. With all the players, it'll, it'll last a while because, you have to yeah, unless you have somebody who's really good and they'll just wipe everybody out really quickly so yeah and if you are looking for a target monopoly edition essentially they're probably going to be sold out by the time you look uh i think our store the only reason we had some today was because we are so behind on our freight <laughs> <laughs> so some came in today <laughs> or no, some no some they, just got unboxed steel. today <laughs> yeah They've, They've been, up, been the sitting up there oh, for like dear. 10, 12 days or something like that. Something oh, stupid. See, that's sad because there wasn't there wasn't so pallets behind. up in the steel when I left. 
Oh, it was clear when I left. That's like a common occurrence. Because <laughs> I was, I was actually good at my job. Management just didn't like me because I didn't have a problem with ruffling feathers while I did my job well. <laughs> Corporations, man. Pretty much, yeah. It, it didn't help that I'm pretty sure. Um, well, he's gone now, so I guess I can say his name, uh, Michael. Uh, yeah. My immediate supervisor definitely had a complex because I was essentially doing his job before uh, he got there and then showed him the ropes and, you know, did the last little bits of training that he needed in store with him because I was the one who was doing his job beforehand. And he did exactly the same thing as the lead before me in the position that I was in, who also like listened to me while I was training him. And then as soon as I was done training him and he was fully trained, just did the opposite of whatever I said, because because they they're the ETL and they want to make the call, you know, apparently threatened by the fact that I could do their job, but don't, I kind of had that problem today. I, uh, yeah, there's, there's just a certain way, you know how to do things and you know, what yeah. work cause you've been there forever. And then the person comes along and they're just like, nah, we don't want to do it that way. And I know we don't like, do okay, it that way. You're, like, right. uh, you're the boss, you okay. know? Anyway, uh, we like our gripes. <laughs> yeah. I'm a man that enjoys his gripes. Oh, yeah. All right. So just, that's what I had for part one here. Just the target monopoly. That was pretty cool, yeah. I think. Um, well done on the designing, Hasbro. That, that's very colorful looking. It's yep. very nicely designed. Yeah, for only having like three colors available for target, like <laughs> red, white, and khaki. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Surprisingly, there's no khaki. Like, it's just all gray. Did, yeah, I know. It's just I was impressed that there wasn't any khaki incorporated in there because there really should have been. I think like, the khaki thing is kind of old, though. It's, I mean, it is old hat because they stopped, yeah, they stopped enforcing it because there were enough places. Places where people were like, hey, technically, if you require us to wear red and khaki with no logos and this, that, and the other thing, you actually have, like, people can actually say that you have to um, give them some way to meet that requirement. Yeah, yeah, that's Meaning what I was you either wondering. have to buy them khaki pants or provide them red shirts or, you know, whatever it was. We do have vests. And so this. they did actually, yeah, they they skated by on that one for a little while by having red target vests that were available for people to use on shift and also giving out special t-shirts whenever they did special promotions and stuff. Um, so like target t-shirts were a thing that were handed out on a regular basis. So they did skate by that one a little bit. A lot of people didn't fight that one too hard when they started doing stuff like that but oh, man. all it takes is like one or two people being like well the fact that I have to buy like, I don't own any khakis I have to buy khakis too. you don't reimburse me for it like are you kidding me and they were like okay fine maybe one day jeans. we'll have to do a, uh, a confessions of retail workers <laughs> <laughs> carefully we have to do it carefully <laughs> it's, a, it's a yeah it, it, yeah. yeah. They, they like to hunt us down <laughs> Um, they can try. I don't work for them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um, so that was that. Uh, if you want, we can hop into yours. Or if you're not ready, I also have another topic that um, could be I mean, could be long, could be short. I've been De- ready for depends. it from the beginning here. Okay, then let's um, let's jump into yours, and maybe we'll, we'll touch on mine at the end there. Yeah. All um, right. I do have two so, other topics, but yeah. So, um, released this week by Wizards of the Coast was a drum roll please um because everyone ever like so many people that know me that like if if you know me personally you probably know <laughs> how i feel about <laughs> about the fallout games oh let's go they released a fallout rpg no yes they wait wait, wait 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 hang on go back wait 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 they released not a video game no no, no. a tabletop a ttrpg oh, sh- my guy what yep so 
Um, let me switch back over he's to the gonna, book. So, he's going to spew out details. So here's the thing is, I didn't know this until recently, until I started looking into things, but uh, Wizards of the Coast actually pumped out, out um, a more modern version of a, of like tabletop play um, that they called D20 Modern. That was designed to be like present day play. It's not Dungeons and Dragons, so it's like kind of different mechanics, and they've got different stuff. So I found the uh, the guidebook for that, but they released a Fallout like skin or module for it. Yeah, kind Story. of. A, it's more of like a skin. So like they released mm-hmm. like playable races and classes and all kinds of other stuff. So like you sure. can have a Fallout world using their uh, D twenty modern system. Boy, I have just missed out on this. I've not heard of this. This Me sounds too. big. This sounds just kind of big that Me they would too, create. <laughs> they're working on, they announced uh, Star Trek stuff too. Okay. Like they're going to do a Star Trek one for D20. I think we got some Star um, Trek fans in here. <laughs> yeah. So like that I saw was kind of cool, but I was super stoked when I read, cause I have, like I told you before, I have a subscription to uh, Morris's unofficial tabletop and yeah. they do a podcast, a weekly podcast, and they send out weekly emails if you're subscribed to the thing. So I'm subscribed to the emails and they send me um, updates on what's new in the world of tabletop RPGs every week. And so this week, when I got the email on Sunday, it was like, hey, for the week of August 13th, here's some things that were released. And it's like talking about the announcement of the Star Trek stuff and a couple other things. And it's like, and the Fallout RPG was a re- was released. And I was like, excuse me? And I started looking into it. And yeah, it's a Wizards of the Coast. Excuse me? Fallout RPG, which I wish I'd have known beforehand. So I could have already been like super researching on it. But Wait, so I kind of. What, what kind of it? Fallout is it? Is it like like the games Fallout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. is it baseness or one or is it like original? Like Fallout Three or New Vegas or uh, kind of all of it. Okay, so it's just in the universe. Yeah, kind of. So I wonder if they um, got permission from they had to have gotten permission from Bethesda for that, right? That's what uh, makes it. Yeah, don't they make have, Fallout? Yeah, Bethesda's Bethesda's Fallout. Um, I'm. I don't think Bethesda would have had an issue with releasing this stuff to be able to let them do it. Like, hopefully not. It's gonna all it's gonna do is increase hype for Fallout games Which amongst tabletop need. RPGers. Yeah, I think they need that. So they added in playable races. You can play as a ghoul, as a Deathclaw, as a super. Mutant, oh shit! As a Deathclaw, fuck or, yeah! Or as a like a human. Ah. Yes. So you go into the you go into there. And it's like Fallout races, Death Claws. Uh, Death Claws are a race of somewhat intelligent giant mutated lizards. Death Claws live in tribes of anywhere from twenty five to a hundred individuals and spend most of their time protecting the egg laying females and hunting. So if you choose to be a de- like, you've got Death Claw, you've got Ghoul, you've got Human, and then there's like different subclasses of Human and a. If you're a ghoul, so like ghouls and super mutants and um and death claws all have like one standard like setup for their race, but they have classes that belong to each of the races for Fallout. So God, like this sounds massive. Yeah. So like and then there's also robots. So like when you get further in to the character creation to where you can select your class um 
so if you are a human, you can be part of the Brotherhood of Steel. So you've got a class for the Knight and the Paladin and the Scribe. And then you can also be these are like subclasses, kind of. Oh, they're like they're they're just like uh, they're essentially classes. Or well, I guess it would be a subclass of the the uh, Brotherhood of Steel. So like your class would be Brotherhood of Steel, and then like what part of the Brotherhood of Steel you are. I see, kind of like a and faction. then like you can be if you're a, a human, you can also be a vault dweller. So then, you know, you can be an overseer and there's stats for being an overseer or you can be um, vault security officer and there's stats for that. Uh, if you're a ghoul, you can be either an old ass ghoul or you can be a glowing one. Which, you know, anyone who plays Fallout knows the annoying radiation glowing one ghouls. I barely um, played any Fallout games. As a, as a super moot. As a super mutant, you can either be a scourge of the wastes or you can be a commander. If you're a human, you can also be part of the Reavers. They're, uh, so you can be cult of tech or warlord or master tech. If you want to be a raider, you can be a raider ringleader or a tribal beast lord shaman. Or, oh, sorry. No, if you're if you're a raider, that's that's all you've got is the raider ringleader. And then if you're part of the tribal beast lord people as a human, then you can be a shaman or you can be a chieftain or you can be a hunter warrior. Uh, if you you could be a wanderer if you're a human. Or you can be a peacekeeper. And then uh, death claws. If you're a death claw, you can be either a den mother or an alpha male, or an enclave enhanced. Which those of you who played Fallout Three and had to deal with the uh, death claws that the enclave would randomly drop in after you know exactly what it's like to deal with those enclave enhanced, and they are a pain in the ass until you get like the alien blaster or some other like really good high from power three? weapon is that what they're from okay yeah crazy dude i mean yeah this is whack i and they've uh, got they've got like additional combat rules there's all like all kinds of equipment all kinds of bonus stuff like new mechanics and stuff there's a bunch of uh um there's a stuff a, a bunch of um like references back to the the d20 modern uh book so like basically this would be an it'd be similar to like xanathar's guide to everything in relation to the player's handbook for dnd fifth okay, edition gotcha yeah <clears throat> but you can essentially play an entire world just based on fallout if you wanted to do it that that's way. so cool because i guarantee you somebody out there is like oh, i want to make a fallout dnd campaign or a tabletop or something well, I, I didn't uh, oh no that was borderlands never mind i was gonna say didn't nick oh, say yeah. but no nick was talking about doing a border Borderlands one um, that too but i mean yeah which honestly cool i wouldn't be surprised if they had a borderlands one too um, it makes me um, wonder how difficult it is to make a skin like that for uh it's this modern 20 that they're might not out. be that hard honestly like making your own homebrew one probably wouldn't be that hard um i'd have to look into everything that's in the modern d20 i kind of skimmed it a little bit um there were there were a couple of funny uh couple of funny notes when I was looking through it. So I, cause yeah, I got, so I got the PDF of both the fallout and the, the modern D 20. Um, 
So the first like explanation of the modern D20, like first thing. So it says, uh, this is the D20 modern role-playing game. Cell phones, notebook computers, fast cars, faster food, cool clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it literally like, just modern D&D. It's, yeah, it's D&D in the modern world. Okay, that's cool. So, I wish they had... Okay, I wish I had known about this. Damn. I, I kind of do too. So I'm going to definitely be looking into this because of that campaign that I'm running. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fully swap you guys over to a whole new uh, system. system. Yeah. So I'll probably still Incorporate. use 5e rules, but I'll steal stuff from this to Easy, like yeah. work with the modern stuff. Because honestly, like I don't see why it wouldn't mesh. At least like it wouldn't be hard to adjust it back to 5th edition rules just because it's it's still wizards of the coast dude those guys are so smart (laughs) they've got got so much that they do and it's i i didn't realize that this was a thing i really wish i had um but i think this might actually be under the same um it, it makes me wonder if the witcher uh tabletop that i played was also a d20 system I know the Star Wars tabletop that I created a character for, but didn't get a chance to actually play. Um, that one was D20. I don't know if it's the same D20 system as this or if it's a different D20 system, but I think it, I want to say it was the same D20 system as this really? here. So I'll have to look into that one and reconfirm later. Are there any major differences that you know of that off your bat that you could list or? Um, not completely i i didn't get a lot of time to kind of dive through like i realized i realized kind of late because i was just kind of like skimming and scanning through the fallout initially and just looking at like oh look they've got classes Ooh, they've got races they've got da 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 and so i didn't even realize until like this afternoon that that would have to be used in tandem with the d20 modern Mm. and so i had to spend like a good you know half an hour finding the d20 modern at an affordable uh, rate because everywhere that I was finding it, it was like sixty bucks for it, and I was like, Jesus Ooh, Christ! Sheesh. I was like, I don't need to spend this much money on it right now. Yeah, and so I actually did manage to find a free version. So yeah, well, <laughs> I, I I didn't have to dig very deep. So um, I'm sure they're cool with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm plugging their stuff; they'll get over it. <laughs> Yeah, damn it, we bring you 20 customers. Um, okay, it looks like uh, ability modifiers only go up to 18 in the D20 system. They don't go to... Uh, oh, no, wait, never mind. They... What in the world? Standard, I was about to say. Wait, what in the world? Oh, 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 that's on... Let's see, instead of rolling dice, you may select scores you want by using the plan. Oh, oh, Okay. So they have like their own kind of point buy, but their point buy isn't um, isn't restricted to no lower than eight, no higher than fifteen. The point buy is um, eight to eighteen, but the cost for sixteen is ten points. The cost for seventeen is thirteen points, and the cost for eighteen is sixteen points. Hmm. So like. And it's not like minus points to go down to eight. So like eight is a cost zero and you have 25 points to spend. So like yeesh. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so they actually go, it doesn't have a cap of 20. It just keeps going. 
That's dope. Um, I like which it. I kind of want to. I think I want to incorporate that in my game and like my deal that I want to do anyway. <laughs> make it so that people can go beyond. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, it's well, more fun that way. I don't. I never really got why it should be capped at twenty anyway. I mean, yeah, we'll probably because just things get too crazy if you get too too high. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so like, yeah, it's showing one is a minus five, two to three is a minus four, four to five is a minus three, six to seven is a minus two, eight, nine is a minus one, 10, 11 is a plus zero, 12, 13 plus one, 14, 15 plus two, 16, 17 plus three, so on and so forth. And it, so it's the same. This table goes all the way up to 31 and then it just says, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Sweet. So, um, looks so like. So could you point by all the way down to like one? Uh, you, no, you could, you can only go down to eight on. Okay. So it does, it does bar you at eight. Yeah. So eight, yeah. Eight is cost zero. So you could go all, you could go. So it says it still has standard score package is eight, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, mm-hmm. um, which would be one, three, six, um, or sorry, one, three, seven, uh, 12, 18, uh, that's weird. Did they, did I do my math wrong? Oh, I did do my math wrong. Yep. That's right. Never mind. I was, I was adding, I was <laughs> trying to follow nine there. Yeah. Sorry. I was doing the math for it. And I, for whatever reason, I was like eight, nine, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15. And so I was like, uh, that comes out to 26 what the hell and then i realized that yeah i I put the nine in there which is worth one point so like that oh right right that's where i screwed up so you take the nine back out and you've got just 8 10 12 13 14 15 and that equals 25 based on the the values that they put on it that's standard array yeah yeah so um or they call it standard score package in this but yeah standard Standard array array. (laughs) um and then uh yeah and then uh but if you want to purchase above a 15, a 16 is a 10, a 17 is a 13, and an 18 is a 16. So you could buy an 18 in the point buy, but now you've got nine points left for the rest of your score. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, like, you're going to be sitting pretty tight. I was going to say nine is... That's pretty good. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um... It still use, looks like it still uses strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma for those. Got to tell you, it definitely seems like they're catching on to D and D becoming more mainstream. Well, this I think be, this has been like out for a little it. bit. This really? looks kind of kind of older, like years. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like yeah. we just didn't realize it was there. Damn, shame on us. <laughs> so it looks like they're using, yeah, they're using the same, like, looks like a lot of the scores and stuff are very similar to fourth edition stuff. So, like, you've got reflex, will, and fortitude saves, which was a. <clears throat> I remember playing, gestures. I remember playing fourth edition. I feel like fourth edition was more confusing than fifth edition. It, I mean,. There were some aspects of it that were and some aspects that weren't. My phone just... I hate these stupid... I need to turn Burner the gestures phones. off. <laughs> I need to turn the gestures off on my uh, my Motorola because if I get too close to the edge of my... Um, the edge of my screen when I do things, then I... Um, allow... 
been the thing. Um, yeah, if I get too close to the edge of my screen, then it it and I slide, then it treats it as a a back button, and not as like sliding things across my screen. Oh, weird. So, move actions, full round actions, free actions. Yeah, this is very. This is very fourth edition. Uh, the way, yeah, it looks like a lot of this is very similar to fourth edition. So it it wouldn't be very hard for me to translate it into fifth edition. Um, yeah. Anything that I want to steal sounds like uh, <clears throat> sounds like so that's that's the those are the core mechanics of modern twenty, right? Not just the Fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So modern twenty is based on fourth. Yeah, the D twenty modern, and then Fallout is just like an extension of it. Um, so the cool thing about games like that, like, uh, Savage Worlds did a similar thing where they have like their own thing. That's just Savage Worlds. And then they've got a bunch of like setting expansions that you can run different games in use utilizing like those deals. Mm -hmm. If you want to, which this, let me put out the disclaimer, allowing it causes so much chaos. So do it with either a small group or someone who's been playing, like the DM has to have had a handle on this and been playing this for a long time. Otherwise it is too much chaos for people to handle. I promise you, you can allow like multiple expansions in one world of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it was the same thing with like, uh, with uh savage worlds like you could have uh stuff from like the wild wild west setting in the superpower thing and you know so on and so forth like they've got a bunch of different modules and stuff specifically for that i do really like the savage worlds uh system um so i might i might run a one shot or two with the group uh, doing Savage Worlds system. This seems like it's a uh, should um, be really cool. This seems like it might be a uh, faster way to do one shots. Maybe is, is does it seem more set up than D and D is like eh. a little bit more like handholdy or kind of depends. Is, is in there, certain is it areas, like literally the same thing. It, it is and it isn't. It's because of the fact that this D twenty is very um, like. And it was the same thing with Savage Worlds. Like, there were some things about Savage Worlds that were easier and some things that were harder. But, like, same thing with D20. Like, it looks like it's very reminiscent of 4th Edition. Like, 4th Edition wasn't necessarily hard, but it was more complex than 5th Edition. Like, 5th Edition, they kind of dumbed everything down for everybody. Hmm. Like, I, I'm not, Good because I'm I... not <laughs> dogging on 5th Edition at all, because I, re- I, like, I enjoy 5th Edition. I play 5th Edition D&D constantly, so me too. <laughs> this is not me dogging on it at all, but they did very much so dumb everything down. Just, like, everything, for the most part, is very simple, and anytime it gets complex, as places where it's up to DM interpretation. Right. Or player imagination. That's really the only places where things get complicated. Otherwise, everything, if you follow exactly the rules in the book, everything is very cut and dry simple in 5th edition D&D. 4th edition was more complex. There were some things that That's I liked I better about 4th edition than I did about fi- than I do about 5th edition, but for mm-hmm. the most part, like, 5th edition is pretty well-rounded, and I just... I think I've heard that's a common sentiment. I, I think make, a lot yeah. of people like dislike 5th edition. There's, yeah, but, there's a lot of people that don't like 5th edition specifically because of the fact that they dumbed everything down. Yeah. Uh, they're like, it's it's too simple, it's boring, we're in. It's like... I like that. I not, could not get a grip on 4th edition. It was so hard for me to understand. 
honestly as a new player it was yeah. just really not user friendly in my opinion honestly fifth edition being so simple leaves so much room for creativity for both the players and the dms mm-hmm. like there are so many things you can do and there's so much available homebrew the unearthed arcana all kinds of other stuff like i actually found an xml file there was one that we were sending out for um for uh, fight club we were sending out to everybody that was like all of the source material that was just the ua and the um published stuff i found one that also has the critical role universe homebrew Whoa. so it's got the gunslinger stuff and the uh blood hunter stuff and I all the that, races from that i think yeah i found I that about. xml file and i'm very excited about it okay <laughs> so i loaded that into my phone Spec that was some special that characters today. later <laughs> yeah so that's i'm honestly like i'm super excited for the the campaign that i'm working on and finding all of these other well kind of campaign i mean i explained it to you mm-hmm. yeah um my little like connected one shot type game um but finding stuff like this d20 modern and stuff like that it's It's gonna um, help a lot yeah being able to incorporate stuff like that to the game honestly there's a possibility i might steal some of the fallout weapons that are in here and shove them into the game like fuck it why not well (laughs) because i mean especially if it's mostly just skins or whatever or like or even just ua type stuff Mm -hmm. you can just pull from multiple universes that way yeah and that's really cool because i wish i wish D D had more of that because D and D just stays to the uh, the traditional like uh, like barbarians, Vikings, yeah. like old timey fighting dragons the, and whatnot. I think the only downside that's gonna like be incorporated with all of this is like I'm gonna have to likely anything that I steal from not fifth edition D and I'm gonna have to have like a cheat sheet set aside for myself just for that for me to see, which I already have like at a I think I told you, like, in this universe, also, like, gods are, some of them are more powerful than others. Like, they've kind of gained and lost followers, and, like, they're at different power levels, which is going to affect the effectiveness of some uh, abilities and such mm-hmm. of certain uh, certain classes. Insider <laughs> info right here. So, I have an entire table of all of the gods that are available for, you know, um, for like clerics and paladins to follow anybody to follow really. Um, and like what their power level is on a scale of one to 10 in this universe. (laughs) And that's going to affect like how effective certain things are based on those. Did you make this table? I made the table. That a boy. So like I have this whole table with with the added and and subtractive. So like your McGann is long gone. Um, so uh, why? Uh, because canonically in my universe, uh, your McGann died in my campaign. Oh, so remember? this is part of this the is Kevin's MCU. This is yeah, yeah. The, Kevin the KCU. KCU. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah okay i didn't know that i thought it was like a whole okay cool so like it's not necessarily going to involve the same characters like honestly because we're playing modern times like i'm scrapping pretty much every npc that i've utilized okay um, but unless they have some reason to be able to make it so like obviously the guys that you guys met in the future they might make appearances i was gonna say Um, the one dude is coming to my mind i can't remember his name but yeah yeah um and then uh 
That's cool, man. I didn't know that. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, what'd you call it? Um, and then, yeah. So like other, other gods are available. Like how I added in, uh, um, Sal Salandriel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's added in that list. Um, how John ascended to, uh, to Godhood. <laughs> he's, he's available for follow as well, which I had announced at the end of the campaign. I was like, yep, from now on in any of my games, John will be an available oh, so God funny. to follow. Um, and then, uh, also Mogar. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so any like common, uh, force from your games. Yeah. So like, anyone who would have, Anyone who would have canonically stood that test of time. Right. Um, which essentially would have just been gods or people who existed in Hell that yeah. future. Uh, they could make appearances again. Um, Hell yeah. As far as being an NPC, Salandriel likely won't make an appearance in there. He'll likely just be, you know, connected if somebody utilizes him as a god. Um he probably won't be down on Right. No one will be super involved in all that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I like I, I kind of noticed there were a couple of times a few people that would kind of they were kind of rolling their eyes as I was bringing back you know characters time and time again and I was like all right it's time to move on it's time to go fresh let's let's oh. make something completely new for everybody now so which honestly I enjoy that like I I think up character concepts constantly so I think you um, make up great characters your characters are interesting <laughs> thank you and so but yeah so i've got i've got a lot of that built and so honestly finding this fallout thing and finding out about d20 modern has actually been really really helpful for like working on this because i kind of i had hit a bit of a wall in like figuring things out i created a Mm -hmm. couple of characters and like got like for like npcs to be utilized in the server and then i've also got like one character that i'm gonna treat like uh i'm gonna treat them like they're a, a player character um, so they're going to, uh, they'll essentially be a DM PC. Um, okay. they won't like go out on missions with you guys a lot of times, but they will be available. Um, they'll be available for like role play and stuff in the, the chat server when we do that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, they'll make occasional appearances as like an NPC in missions possibly. Um, as well as, um, you know, if I do end up opening it up to like letting other DMs run games, uh through the one shot questers deal that i'm working on like uh if they want to run like a one shot in the universe um you know then i'd have a playable character that i'd be able to utilize that's sick so wow what a cool um what a cool like outfit they've dressed up this new system i i wonder why they went with creating modern 20 like is it I wonder if it's just because D&D was just not for some people or... I would assume it's for the same reason that they worked out that Modern Magic uh, UA. Um, but I, I don't know. Part of me thinks that it was possibly like a homebrew thing that somebody came up with that like branched off from 4th edition or 3.5. And um, they were just like, this is cool. And yeah, and Wizards of the Coast was like, hey why don't you come develop this for us and we'll make it happen? I'm curious to see what more, um, 
differences there are between the two yeah. and I, I honestly i really want to look into like what other like module skin type stuff they've yeah, got if there's for fallout, d20 i can only imagine what else yeah. there is and if it's been out for a while say there's, I'm yeah, sure there's plenty there's fallout they announced that they're working on star trek so yeah. like they're, they're they're going wide scope that's yeah. pretty wide so like there's a bunch of stuff available so i'm i'm super interested to see like what all is available <laughs> so cool so that would make, that would make a, homebrewing games a whole lot easier if we had known about that beforehand <laughs> oh yeah we're all um, making like custom weapons and shit i know right i mean i still i'll still end up making yeah. like homebrew custom weapons and stuff like that um that's just how i am like i just i'm like oh this is a cool concept let's make this happen and i'm like there it is <laughs> so um but yeah that's uh it was oh. definitely something that like it kind of like it got me really excited for this week's episode when I found that, um, just so that that way I could like really dive into it and get it going. Good. So, cause you know, man, I got to hand it to you when I, I, for the viewer, for the listeners, I, uh, I, I arrived here at Kevin's place. We record here at his place. Um, and dude was like half asleep on the couch when I walked in. <laughs> I, I actually like, I was asleep and I woke up to you opening the door. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm impressed with how much you've woken up <laughs> and you've kept your trains of thought yeah. going. Cause dude, I am a zombie when I wake up like that. Yeah. I am like, Nope. If it, if I were you, I'd have been like, bro, no, not tonight. <laughs> no, it's, it's the podcast. I'm, I'm laser focused now. We're here. Hell yeah. We Hell yeah. Well, that's pretty <laughs> cool, man. Um, fallout i can't wait to see what um I'm, I'm interested in the death clause if we ever do a fallout campaign i'm interested in being a death clause because those things were always interesting to me it's like yeah so like they they even incorporated like as a death claw you can't uh you can't have any weapons you only have like your natural weapons so but they've got like four different attack types for the death sick. claw so you've got like a bite a claw a slam and uh something else a karate kick i don't know <laughs> I, I had it but I'll, I'll pull it back up later or something but yeah like you've got you've got like four different attack options and like they've got two of them are grouped together so like uh the the bite and the claw i believe are the same and then um the pound and the other one i think it might be the tail so like those are three different ones. Oh, I didn't know they yeah, death claws have tails. So like the bite and the claw are the same damage, and then like the slam is a different damage, and the tail is a different damage. So like they actually put some serious work into the mechanics on like even just the combat with the the death claws. So like so they kind of right into it. So like I'm, a skin, but it's also yeah, it's also like making a miniature D and D version of whatever they're yeah adhering to. So Fallout, they have different. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm excited to really dive deep into that and then, you know, uh, dive into the D20 Modern and steal shit for my campaign. Me too, I'd be excited to see that and cool. play some of it. That's going to be fun, man. Yeah. Hell so yeah. I might even run a Fallout one-shot, like, before everything just to, like, see how it goes, like, walk everybody through it. Only problem is, is, like, on that one, I'd have to, like, teach everybody the D20 Modern and which might be a bit of it. Like I'd probably have to take like the more veteran players of the group. I was going to say, I feel like it. the ones who've played D and D a few times will yeah. probably have an easier time grasping it. Then, I mean, it would just depend on how different it really is. And yeah. I mean, so far it doesn't sound too different. It's not too bad. Um, but yeah, looking, looking over the, the D 20 modern, everything looks really like mechanic wise looks really similar to, uh, to fourth edition. 
So, Damn. fourth edition D and D. What a throwback! We played that like. F- that was what we started on. That was a while. The long. How long ago was that? Five oh, goodness, years. That was. I want to say that was when I got back from Oklahoma. So that would have been 2016. So yeah, yeah five, five years. years. Oh my gosh! Five years ago, back when we first started D and D. Good old Acro Strong Shadow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that, we never finished that campaign. That always made no. me sad. I but there was like how many there were like seven people in there. Was, <laughs> there was actually I want to say there was like eight or nine of us by by the final from. session because Nick was supposed to be joining in too. Yeah. At that we point we already had like at least six. And, and then yeah. We had a couple like, others and he didn't know he didn't know how to say no. <laughs> yep. And that's I mean that's how I I had such a hard time we're telling people like no with kinda. mine. That's that's why I did the I want to do the one shot questers thing is because of the whole like I, I don't want to bad. deny people the ability to play, yeah. but I also don't want 30 people sitting at my table playing <laughs> yeah. D&D because it's hard enough to wrangle, you know, retarded cat players for, you know, when there's five of them. And then that alone. way when their turn comes around, yeah, you know, it's, not, it's as, like, not as harsh. Yeah, especially like with more inexperienced players, like adding in new homebrew and stuff like that, like what I'm doing, it's going to make things a little bit harder on some of them because they're not as experienced. So like having smaller groups make it, it makes it easier for me to help them along the way as it goes, as well as, you know, keep everything flowing easily. So which I'm sure you've kind of noticed with your your large group, with your campaign that you're running, like sometimes the train just crashes Oof, big time. <laughs> And so, yeah, like I could tell it was, it was struggling. I'm not sure if it was already struggling when I came home for, for, uh, lunch that one day. Oh, that our, one campaign, like, our campaign that we're in the, the, the in? Tuesday night that you're yeah. running, like that night, that night that I had to work nights and I came home for lunch and you guys were all here playing like the train was so derailed while I was here. I'm not sure if it was already like super on and off derailing before I got there. If it was just my presence that fucked it. But trying to remember what exactly all they did. I they all kind of meld in my head together. But yeah. they, it, was like, it seemed like they were like you were trying to rein them in and like half uh, yeah, the group dude. was totally paying attention. And the other half was so not there. It's so funny because Joe Joe crap has this has the the skit when he uh has his video on like how to be a dm mm-hmm. and he has like this fake skit of all these people playing his game and while he dms and at some point like they all just want to do their own thing and they all like go haywire and they just start like firing off what they want to do it in mm-hmm. and he's like uh uh and he's like trying to figure it out and then like he just like slams his hands down he's like everyone shut up he's like no you can't polymorph no you can't do this no you can't do that and he summons giant rocks in the sky. They all fall down. And you all die. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I was like, dude, I was. I saw that one. I wasn't was like close to doing it, but I was like, yeah. I was like, guys, I feel the urge to do that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes our group is just pure chaos, and it's yeah, it's it's hard to rein them all in when they're all all over the place. Which is it's part of the reason why I was like so honored about phones. Yeah. Uh, no, that's at a good, my game. That was a really good rule to have because. Sometimes when I see a certain individual or two on their phone, I, yeah. I'm like, hey, there's important stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I know I'm also guilty of it sometimes. Like there have been a couple of times where I'm like, I'll get I'll be directly involved in what's going on and something will pop up on my phone. Like even if I put my phone on silent, something will pop up on my phone while I'm like looking at my character sheet or something. And all of a sudden I just get lost and I'm like, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't care if it's like a look <laughs> once or twice. Like, it's not a big deal. But when I'm, but when it's like an important point, like it's mm-hmm. important information, and you've been on your phone for a few minutes, then yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, come back. <laughs> That's another <laughs> like, reason why I really like the character that I made because it it forces me to like be by invested. being in character it forces me to be invested because of the fact that he's got a whole separate journal like yeah kevin <laughs> kevin's kevin's so awesome he has this whole journal filled with like enemy designs and, and yeah my character sketches like all of shit. the creatures that we fight against it's very and all cool this other stuff. i can't wait for it to be finished I because like, there's a lot <laughs> i went i went extra 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 <laughs> with this game extra extra i have i have a whole separate binder just dedicated to the like notes slash sketchbook of garth <laughs> so that's cool. also i do have to say i uh so you remember in your uh kingdom hearts campaign my character craig yeah who was a half orc yeah <laughs> so i've been listening I, I know i mentioned it before i've been listening to lawful stupid yeah um their podcast is absolutely amazing like i it's a hot take it's a hot take for a lot of people but i personally i like their podcast over critical role damn like so Kevin many people put they here. put matthew mercer and critical role up on a pedestal but like i personally i i like lawful stupid more i I couldn't necessarily tell you what it is specifically about it that makes me want to, but like I just I noticed one day when I was listening, I got more excited about the new Lawful Stupid episode coming out than I did about the Critical Role episode coming out that week, and that was the moment when I realized I was like, oh, wow, I I like these guys more, like I like this podcast more, and I I really I yeah, it's just um, the way people play and yeah, what you're and. But anyway, in their first campaign, right at the beginning, they had a half-orc named Craig. Oh my god, for real? (laughs) Yes. That's awesome. And I I was like, oh my god, I had a half-orc named Craig. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's really funny. Granted, theirs was an NPC and mine was, you know, the the PC that I was playing. But still, it was like, oh my god. (laughs) That's funny. And so... But yeah, that was, uh, that's, I, I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy that group. I did have to, I had to laugh though. They had like a good four episodes where one of their players, um, needed to change the battery in his, uh, smoke alarm. What? And so while you're play while they're playing, you just every, every so often you just, ding, oh the, like, my the, God. The low battery chirp oh, no. in the, in the, uh, <laughs> the deal. I would murder the DM. I would be like, no. It wasn't the DM. It was one of the players. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was uh, I was laughing so hard. Like, I would forget about it because I'd get so immersed in the story. And then and all then of a sudden, just... <laughs> and I was like, ah. That's really funny. <laughs> so, of course, so, like, I'm in their Discord. And they actually, they actively, like, respond to people. Like, I've, I've had chats with the players and DMs of Lawful Stupid, which is really awesome. And Hell, yeah. I also their uh, their audio editor. I like I made a joke. Those of you who follow me on Twitter, like this is what I'm referring to. I made I made a joke about like their group and their their audio editor actually like continued the joke with me. And it just made me feel so awesome because like these guys, they've got so many episodes. I like they're they're on their third campaign and they do like our installments. So it's like Oy. A lot of our episodes. Our installments. Yeah. Jeez. Our installments. We would go nowhere. 
oh, we yeah. would go absolutely nowhere. With, with the size of our group, yeah, yeah, we'd go absolutely nowhere. They've got they do like three players per per like, game. Even four hour sessions is hard to sometimes. Move yeah, along. but it's like it's yeah, it's one of those like they just kind of get fixated. Like some of our players, they just get fixated <laughs> really on something cats. little. Like it's it's very similar to like the uh, uh, Ulf. The the commander that I had for you guys, like your yeah. guys' fixation on bringing him back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I like, did so many things to make it like blatantly obvious without telling you guys directly that you weren't going to be able to succeed in this, and you guys were just focused on us. Like, all right, I guess that's what we're doing today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess we're trying to steal Ulf's body and bring him back to life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I made right. the campaign longer. <laughs> And so, it was, I mean, it was one of those, like, I mean, you know, it's your guys' game. I'm just the narrator. We get there, we get there. Right? I, I facilitate the rules, and I, I weave the little details for you guys to to make the story, but it's it's ultimately your guys' story. That's so. where I was at Tuesday. That's what happened yep. Tuesday. <laughs> I was just following my map, you know? I was yep. like, okay, here's where uh, they're going. <laughs> yep. That was, I, yeah, I was like, okay. And then I, we all thought that it was like, it had to be cleared out the first time that we went. And so, like, I was so glad that you, like, came through, like, with with uh, Chrome. I was like, oh, yeah, we didn't say you had to clear it out the first time you went through, just that you clear it out for us. <laughs> yeah, before you leave. Oh. Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah, there's time. <laughs> <laughs> My character's curiosity in the alligators, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was the bell. Like everyone was like, "Why would you do that?" I'm like, "That that's what Garth would have done. He would have been like, is this a magical barrier? Is it glass? What is this?'" Sticks hand through. Yeah, like, I I don't have detect magic. <laughs> well, I have read thoughts. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're I, uh, or detect thoughts. I mean, I I've been tempted. Telepathic. I've been tempted to use it on Chrome, but I'm like. The problem is, is he knows that I did it afterwards, oh, whether shit. I'm successful or not. That would blow your whole cover. Yep. And so it's like, I, I'm like, ah, I need to not do this. I'm like, I, every time I'm like, it's one of those, like, I have that battle where it's like, Garth would be so curious what's actually going on in his head. Cause like I can do with detect thoughts. There's like, there's like a minor and a major part of it. So the minor part is like, I just cast it and no save is required. I just can have the surface thoughts. But if I want to dig deeper, then they make a whiz save. Uh, that so would be like, funny. It's like, ah, uh, so it's like, ah, uh, I could just get the surface thoughts to see, but either way, whether I dig deeper or just get the surface thoughts, when the spell ends, they know that I was in their head. It's an interesting character trait to have. That's so a that's why it's like. Trait. That's why it's like it's Garth is like nope don't do it he's like I, I want to know but don't do it don't do it it's like this it's like a continuous internal battle in Garth <laughs> to to figure out what's going on in people's heads because like he's just he's just genuinely curious about things and so like that's he's super not like into material things at all so that's why he was like. He still had all his money, and when somebody was like, "Oh man, I don't have any money, and I need to get you know med kits," he was like, "Fine, here, get some med kits. Here you go." Yeah. <laughs> like, He's like, but he didn't care. He's like, "Yeah, just buy him a bunch of med kits. Very good." Well, hey, okay. see the That's water why we're bottle. Using man. Water bottles. <laughs> oh my god! I would have <laughs> just knocked over my drink right there again, but I had a water bottle Every with cast. a closed lid, so well, I didn't. 
We've been on this D&D train for a hot minute. We have been. We're kind of uh, on a far tangent from what we started on. I want to migrate us to my my topic because I just... And it's going to be short. So um, we don't have a lot of time left. Um, yeah, I kind of figured we kind of we spent that's a lot okay. longer I've, on that target game than I thought we would. To be Me totally too. Honest. I thought it was interesting. But though. yeah, it was it was totally worth it. Um, so Kevin, I have a question for you. Okay, how do you feel about robots? About what? Robots. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like robot. Uh, robots. Um, are you talking like humanoid robots? Like, like, like I am Android, legend status. Like, yeah. Okay. Like I am legend status. Like service bot can do uh, things for you. Walk around. I being being a lover of so many things fantasy, they make me uncomfortable. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> That's funny because um. So apparently, uh, Elon Musk is building Tesla bots. No. Yep, and you know no. that's gonna happen because it's Musk. He's building them. So apparently, no, but no. Uh, Tesla, Tesla just hosted an event called AI Day during which uh, he announced that they're aiming to launch a humanoid robot prototype called the Tesla Bot in 2022. No. 2022. That's like right around the corner. This is how it starts. Uh, yeah. So he said that it's designed to just do boring, repetitive, and dangerous work. So, like, attaching bolts um, with a spanner or picking up your shopping. Um, And Musk is saying that essentially in the future, physical work will be a choice. That doesn't at all spell (laughs) an insane amount of obesity in our future. (laughs) Wally. No. Why? 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 Oh, my God. Why? Stop. So I thinks, understand that it's like ease of access. It makes life easier for us, but stop, 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 stop. He thinks that they'll have a prototype sometime early next year. And, uh, no, it's intended to nope. be friendly nope. <laughs> and of course, nope. navigate through a world built for humans. Nope. Um, nope. eliminating those tasks that he, uh, iterated earlier. Nope. Uh, let me see. He says, he says not to worry, though. He says you don't have to worry because um, we're doing it so at a mechanical level, at a physical level, you can run away from it and most likely overpower it. So they're <laughs> not going to be superhuman. They're not going to be super fast. I think they said, let's see, the robots will be 1.7 meters tall and weigh 125 pounds. What's 1.7 meters tall? What is that? Uh, 1.7 meters is uh, three, feet for, meters. three feet per meter. Uh, meters a little bit more than three feet. Is it? Uh, so, so then it'd be, it'd it'd be like be about five, be six like a feet five tall. foot, five foot something yeah. person, like. which is average. Um, it would weigh about 125 pounds. Uh, it could carry 45 pounds, deadlift 150 pounds and arm extend lift 10 pounds. It's going to only carry 45 pounds. That's not a lot. No, it's not. That's not very much. I mean, most construction workers carry probably close to 60, 70 at least, right? I lift 200 plus pounds on the that. daily. <laughs> well, there you go. That's <laughs> uh, HVAC units. Like, I, I yeah, I, I lift heavy He shit. said it'll probably move at a top speed of about five miles per hour. That's actually kind of fast, though. I still... <sighs> oh, and uh, it'll have a humanoid face, apparently. 
That'll be creepy. Yep. I'm, it's I'm gonna, gonna promise be a screen. you right now it's, it's gonna be creepy. Yeah, it's gonna be look it's gonna look uncanny valley. <laughs> it's gonna majorly. be a screen. It's just gonna be Elon's face on all the robots. <laughs> you know what's what's so crazy about this? Um I mean and then the article goes on to say like Musk has a history of unveiling a prototype, but then taking forever for something to release. Like the Tesla truck was showed in twenty seventeen and it still hasn't released. Yeah. Um but apparently that's coming alongside the Tesla bot. You know, it's just weird because that's kind of a thing that humans just don't like. We don't like uncanny valley things. Yeah. I, I know there's some like buffs out there who would love uh, like a robot to be reality. But like it's so surreal to see someone like Musk who like if I heard anyone else but Musk say these words, I'd be like, that is never happening. It's not going to happen. They're high. Like that's not happening. Well, he probably is, but it's still happening. (laughs) (laughs) But with Musk, you know, it's going to happen. I mean, the dude was like, you know what? I'm going to make internet for people out in rural countries. It's going to be satellite internet and it's going to be fast and it's going to work. And then he did it. And then he's like, we're going to live on Mars and I'm sending out a rocket that can land itself. And then they launched the test rocket and it landed itself and then promptly blew up. But yeah. it landed. <laughs> it, did, it did everything he said it would do and more. <laughs> and it promptly exploded. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and then his Tesla truck. I mean, he was like, we're going to make a really tough truck. And then he did it. And then the window broke when he tried to throw a, a, a lead ball at it. But there's there's details behind that. But. I mean, yeah. I guess when they, when they, because previously they used a sledgehammer and they bashed the side door of the Tesla truck. Yeah. And I guess what that did is it loosened the window pane in the side truck door. Uh. So, because they had, they'd done drop tests from like 30 feet up with like a Mm -hmm. lead ball and it wouldn't break the glass. Yeah. Um, But I guess only when the glass is tightened properly. Is gotcha. it that, so if it gets knocked loose, then it yeah. Okay. Then it's a problem. I mean, that makes sense. It makes it a lot of sense. It just means that they need to work on the fastening. Yeah, so when he that's did, not that big of a deal. It was so funny watching him do that live. It was, he just he was like, "Yeah, watch this," and he whoops. Dang, so that was loud Danny. for no Good reason. Thing those are empty. Damn. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that would very all good over thing his though. computer. <laughs> Yeah, but I also know that you wouldn't have been dumb enough to stack a, a can that had liquid a full in it can on of top liquid. of an empty one. <laughs> um, so I thought that that was worth mentioning because that's something that not only I am wary about, but all of humanity I think is worried nope. about. And Musk is like, nope. "Yeah, it's gonna happen, guys. I'm gonna that's show you a, guys a prototype." That's a problem because yeah, that's that's gonna be a shoot on sight for me. I, t- I tell you the truth, I did not think in our lifetime we would see that. I really didn't. I thought it would be like our kids or our kids' kids that we'd see like fully automated robots walking the streets doing shit for people. I'm, I'm praying that we never actually see that. Like, even though, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that something shuts him down on that, to be totally honest. I don't know. You think the government would like try to stop that? Uh, I don't think the government will. What's funny is... Um, I, I'm not going to go into the conspiracy theories, but I don't think the government <laughs> will try to shut him down. I think there's enough people in the world that will hopefully try if they can get it together well enough they can maybe be successful i'm just i'm praying i'm praying so hard because here's the thing is those quote-unquote menial boring tasks that can be done with that set of stuff that's gonna 
fuck the unemployment worse than it already is. No kidding. I mean, imagine imagine a handyman robot instead of a plumber. Ooh, that kills a lot of like. Well, I don't see a lot of the construction jobs. I don't think, especially because a lot of them are carrying heavy weights. And uh, honestly, you can't. The problem is, is these bots would have to be able to think on their own, like critically think on their own. Oh, you're so right. Like, yeah, you're right. even with an AI, it would have to be a very advanced AI that was damn near the same as a brain. You're right. It has to be because they have to be able, to, they have to, be able to adapt on site. Yeah, that's and true. that's that's why I don't think. I don't think there's going to be them in that kind of like the best thing they would be would be like a tool fetcher. Right. You're right. Like go They'd grab be, the yeah. toolbox. Yeah. Bring it here. That's like about go, as yeah. much as go it would be Go grab me my nail gun. That okay. makes sense. Boop. Yeah. That's, you know? I think that's but probably like, what Musk was uh, intending. But I'm, I'm looking at stuff like fast food jobs checkers like we're already walmart's already not even opening their regular check stands they scan items hit total buttons self-checkout oh, like man uh, well um i don't know if you've seen but uh i can't remember what the robot's called oh it's called like a jerry or something like that but um <laughs> jerry <laughs> of course yeah uh i can't remember what it's called but they're these they're these robots they put them in targets and walmart's they uh they do basic things like stocking and um, inventory counts yep. and cleaning. And uh, I don't think they do checkouts yet, but I mean, they're there. Yeah. They're these replacing are, workers already. Yeah. These <laughs> are the, the kinds of things. Like, yeah, <laughs> these are the kinds of things like that's that's what I'm more worried about is like there are too many ways that companies can by getting these automated devices eliminate jobs and not have to pay regular hourly wages on things and yeah the initial cost to get them is super high but afterwards they stop paying for them outside of regular maintenance so as long as they have somebody on staff that can be a regular maintenance person for that that's the only salary they've got to pay for it and that scares me yeah that's gonna be pretty detrimental i wonder how musk is gonna do you think he cares probably not right I mean, honestly, his thought process is probably making life easier, not the not detriment on all of that. And I mean, no offense to him, but being as big of a person as he is and making as much money as he does. Probably can't be bothered. Like I've about said it. in the past, power corrupts. Yeah. I can't say that's for sure with him, but people that end up in positions of power like that, they grow accustomed to the power that they have and refuse to relinquish it. Well, what I would hope is that he would come up with, maybe not he, but or or at least some like come up with some way to to kind of fill that void, like that the robots would create, like. Dang, somebody's angry out there. Honking horns. Uh, oh. I'm going to go with it's probably a small child playing in a car. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I would I would I would hope that they would aim for some kind of like I don't know. I I wouldn't begin to know how to fix something like that, but um somehow creating a job explosion from that. I don't know how you would. It's yeah, there's not like not really yeah, any way to go from that. The, well, the problem is, is like the first thing I would think would be like, okay, well now there's a need for for assembly, but we've already got 
mechanical, you know, robot tools that will do assembly like that. Right. And plus so you like, need the technical technical know-how to even do it. So like really what happens is, is the only jobs that then become viable are the ones that need to be able to do critical thinking on site on, you know, on their feet and can't do things exactly to print. Uh, so construction type jobs and, you know, the engineering people that come up with these ideas and build the stuff and then the maintenance people. And that's pretty much all the jobs. No, that's it. So like, yeah, doing stuff like that is dangerous for for you know that's it's gonna cause an insane amount of poverty oh you know what he he said something about the economy here (laughs) he said something uh let me find it really quick he said um (laughs) a key aim is that it won't be super expensive (laughs) that's the one thing he said Mm. great so it'll be readily available um nope nope he said he couldn't av- he couldn't avoid laughing when he said you could run away from it. Well, of course he had to add you can run away from it because he did he knew that there was going to be a whole wave of people that started screaming Terminator. What? He what? He he, he knows that there'd be a whole group of people oh, yeah. screaming Terminator <laughs> as soon as he's like, "Look, I have AI robots that can do things." They're going to be like, oh, "They're going to take over the world." No. Like yeah. But like in a in a real sense, a more realistic sense, it's less about whether they could just, you know, become sentient and take over the world and more about the impact it's going to have on day to day life for people. It's basically people who have money already are going to continue to get more money because they're going to be able to save by not spending as much money on people doing work and people who don't have money are going to lose jobs because these robots are able to do it for them and companies figure out how to do that especially if he's I wanting mean, yeah. to make these robots cheap affordable yeah especially like target they'd be like oh yeah oh yeah we're buying this guy to check out yeah. people especially for checkers too because um that's kind of a problem right now that we have especially with this job uh like nobody working thing yep. that's going on is like check lane is really one of the things that we're struggling with right yep. now Honestly, I just I just want some people to figure out that they can use this whole people not wanting to show up to work stuff at the gas stations to make Oregon a pump your own gas state, please. <laughs> because I'm sick and tired of the gas station having only half the pumps open because they don't have the workers to pump the gas for you. Just let me pump my own gas. Have the jobs. (laughs) You have two people on site working throughout the day and you close down half the gas pumps so that you can accommodate the only two people that can work. Or you let everyone pump their own gas and the two attendants are the people who troubleshoot. Yeah. Or 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 take people out or yeah, or to cash. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Uh what he's (laughs) oh here we go. What he said was it will have profound implications for the economy. (laughs) That's all he said. Doesn't even mean anything good. It will have profound implications. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna screw the economy for people that are not so high up in the tax brackets. Essentially physical work will be a choice. That's Oh man. That would be insane. I no, I don't know. I don't know if I really want this to come to fruition. No, nope. like, I do not. Somebody stop this man. I don't man. like it. I don't want it. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask my coworker Nick what he thinks about that because he loves Elon we're Musk. Gonna, I'm gonna have gonna, to ask what he what he thinks about that. This podcast is gonna go down in history because yeah, if that happens, like I'll tell you right now, my first instinct's gonna be shoot on site. The robots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Hey, at least it won't like at least it wouldn't be mandated like everybody gets a, a helper bot or whatever isn't that what happened in iRobot they like gave everybody a yep. a robot like yep. mandatorily or and something and then like the or, like, AI a, a that free. was controlling them remotely like went corrupt and yeah man. yeah that's what happened yeah like it became sentient and decided that once it was going to replace the old robots the with the new ones yeah so anyway um that's yeah. all the time we have for today <laughs> we're going to end on that uh scary note and on elon don't do it please please don't do it. like Stop. i understand that it's big leaps and you're all about this cool awesome stuff but go back to the tunnels mars go back to the tunnels, the tunnels. yes go back to the tunnels all oh, those high Fuck speed the tunnels robots. That go back to the tunnels Hell yeah that's what i want i want the tunnels me Fuck too the robots. Yeah, yeah. please make the tunnels first <laughs> like do do all of the other shit do all the you know the the saving humanity blah 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 do all that shit before you do the ro- don't do the fucking robots please please i'm begging you don't do the robots well we're gonna have to see what happens kevin we won't know for a few years it looks like i'm gonna go to jail we'll... for vandalism and destruction of property because i shoot the those best robots thing you can site. hope for <laughs> the best thing you can hope for is uh you watch musk's reveal of them in 2022 and it just goes completely bonkers and it kills somebody and then it gets and, completely and shut they down. promptly explode just yeah. like the rocket <laughs> and they probably explode <laughs> yeah yeah it brings him a bag of groceries and then it just blows up <laughs> and uh, hopefully not killing yeah, anyone yeah, just, the head, anyone. just the head just blows like, up and it yeah, just yeah. falls over like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like like uh, uh uh shoot what's the um like uh in kingsman kingsman the secret service when the, he activates the uh, he activates the the chip and and all of the the necks of all the people that um, agreed to the thing and all their heads. I never just watched Kingsman. You never watched? Ki- Are you kidding me? And on that note, <laughs> God, Danny, you and you're not watching movies. You're killing me, man. I'm sure I'll have to answer for that one later. I'm just going to start compiling a list. There's going to be a whole ass list that you're going to either have to watch by yourself or watch with me. I know. Kind of like DJ. Yeah, but see, DJ doesn't live here anymore, so I can't force him to do it. You still live here, so I can force you to do it. I know. <laughs> well, everyone, it is that time. So we'll, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll exit, take us out, and, um, you know, you know how it goes. So, everyone, thank you so much for watching. Oh, boy. For Messed watching. Up. Here we go. We're already, yep. Open your eyes. <laughs> your your mind's eye. There we go. You're <laughs> all imagining what's happening right now. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you like no other. We hope you stay safe, stay nerdy, and above all else. I messed it up again. Above all else, stay nerdy. Stay safe, stay happy, stay nerdy. All that jazz. God, I messed it up. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>